Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. March the 2nd. March the 2nd will soon be here. Now, what is significant about March the 2nd? I want you to put on your thinking caps. I want you to, to remember back when you were in high school learning American history, March the 2nd. What is significant about March the 2nd? Because before we know it, March the 2nd will be here. I, I really I really want you to think about that. March the 2nd. Come on, you, you have to know this. March the 2nd. Now, I'll give you some time to think about that. And while you're thinking about that, let me welcome you once again to the Theology Central Podcast. It is Saturday, February the 19th, 2022. It is currently 8.57 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church, located right here, deep, deep in the heart of Texas. Yes, that's where I'm broadcasting from, deep, deep in the heart of Texas, that that's a clue. That's a clue, ladies and gentlemen. That that that's a clue. I, I asked you what is significant about March the second. I'm broadcasting to you live from the from deep, 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 deep in the heart of Texas. So that means there's got to be something about March the second that relates to Texas. There's got to be something about Texas that relates to March the second. Well, if you haven't figured it out yet. March the 2nd is Texas Independence Day. That's right. Texas Independence Day is on March the 2nd. And I expect all of you to celebrate it. I expect all of you to show honor and respect to the greatest country on the earth. And I know I said country. Yes, Texas is a country. See, really the way it is, America is really, it's just Texas. And the rest of you are just kind of like, you're like kind of, I don't know what you are. You're just you're not even really, you're, you're not Texans, so you're really not Americans. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. But yes, I'm not joking about March the 2nd being Texas Independence Day. But there's something else about March the 2nd. Not quite as significant as Texas Independence Day. I mean, I, you probably are already going, who cares about Texas Independence Day? I understand that. So if you don't care about Texas Independence Day, care about this. March the 2nd, not only is it Texas Independence Day, it's my birthday. Yes, March the 2nd is my birthday. And I'm not telling you that simply because I want you to know it's my birthday. The reason I'm telling you that is that reality that March the 2nd, I'm going to be another year older. That is very significant because late last night, I saw a news article and it made me really think about, wait, March the 2nd, I'm, I'm going to be another year older. What does that mean? What does that signify? Well, it means that I'm fast approaching something that will not be good. I'm fast approaching something that will be very negative. And I want to use this fact that March the 2nd is fast approaching my birthday. I'm going to connect it to this news article and I'm going to use it in, in a devotional way, hopefully to really challenge you. Yes, having a little bit of fun, joking around. But it's going to get really serious here in a minute. Here is the news story I saw late last night. It was published uh, 
It was published on February the 17th, 2022 at 10 a.m. Why I didn't see it till late last night, who knows? You you never know when you're going to see a news article. I don't even know how I came across the news article, but here was the headline. Are you ready? Mental speed stays high until age 60, research suggests. Now, in some ways, that's good news because our mental speed stays high until we reach the age of 60. So there is some good news in that. However, at some point, unless you pass away or unless Christ returns, you're going to reach the age of 60. Now, I know it's, we already know this. I'm, I'm not going to be telling you anything you don't know. I'm going to be telling something that we we know is a reality, but we often just kind of forget or we ignore. There is coming a point in time. I don't know when it's going to be. Well, here, this, at least when it comes to our mental capacity, our, our cognitive ability, things are going to change once you reach the age of 60. Things are going to change and they're not going to change for the better. You, there's going to become a lack of ability. Things are going to slow down. And that not only happens mentally, that happens physically. And that's going to then lessen your ability to do certain things. Let's read a little bit of this news article, and then you'll see how I'm going to apply this in a devotional way. You probably already know where I'm going with this. So mental speed stays high until age 60, research suggests. Mental speed does not start to slow until people turn 60. Four decades later, than previously thought a new study has suggested. So that's, that, again, that's great news. Hey, hey it, it happens much later. That's good. That's good. That means if you're not 60 right now, you have an opportunity now. Let me say that again. If you're not 60 right now, you have an opportunity right now. I, I want you to remember this phrase, the urgency of the now. The urgency of right now, not the urgency of tomorrow, the urgency of right now. There is an urgency right now, Saturday, February the 19th, 2022. I want you to think about that phrase, right? Now let's let's read this again. Mental speed does not start to slow until people turn 60. Four decades later than previously thought, a new study has suggested. Researchers say their analysis of more than a million people challenges previously assumptions that mental speed peaks at the age 20. That used to be the way that basically after 20, then everything slowly goes downhill, but at least mentally, but that's, that no longer seems to be accurate. As humans age, it takes longer to react to changes in the, envi- the environment or stimuli. The slowing of response time starts from the age of about 20, gradually uh, continuing to slow as people get older. The new study found that although response times start to slow after 20, this could be because people make more cautious decisions and slower process not linked to decision making, such as time taken to press a key. However, the mental process of making the decision did not start to slow down until age 60, after which it progressively declined, right? Now, they go through, um, 
This is from Heidelberg University in Germany, and uh, a scientist there and his colleagues looked at data from more than a million people who took part in an online experiment that measured their reaction times to a mental task. They had a category, and I go through all of the the different things and it, uh, all the different things that they did in these tests and and, and the studies, and they, go, they they just go through a lot of details here. All right, and they finally say this: slowing of mental speed was observed only after approximately age 60. Our research thus challenges widespread beliefs about the relationship between age and mental speed. Now, again, there's some good news in that, but it also just screams at me the inevitable, hey, every year you're one year closer to the age of 60, Every year, you're one year closer to the age of 60, and look at what you love to do. You love to teach the Bible. You love to preach. You love to do podcasts. Well, how well are you going to be after the age of 60? Once you get to the age of 60, everything's going to slow down. How sharp are you going to be in your teaching? How well will you be able to teach? How well will you be able to think and, and process all of the information? How well will you be at sitting in front of a microphone? How, how 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 are those things going to work? So it, it hit me because it made me realize, man, the urgency is right now. I, I can't I can't worry about what's going to happen after I'm 60. I got to worry about right now because now is the time. Now is the opportunity. And we see this in so many areas of life. I was an absolute huge boxing fan from the time I was very little, I would have my parents take me, I know this is dating me a little bit, but back before there was like pay-per-view, uh, there was basically, you know, for some boxing matches, bot, boxing matches, you would have to go to a a closed circuit television location, right? Uh, it would be in different places and you, you basically pay, it was almost like pay-per-view paying to get in, but you had to go to a location. You couldn't just watch it at home. So there were some very famous boxing matches where I went, my parents, I was very little, dropped me off and I went in to uh, watch uh, whichever famous boxing match at that particular time. I'm not going to sit there and start naming all of them because then you'll be like, what, what, what which maybe you'll know, maybe you don't care. But the point was, I've watched a lot of boxing in my life. I even remember trying to, I mean, I, I, just so many different things I've done. I could tell you stories after stories of, of all the different boxing matches I've watched. But I, you definitely learn something really quick in watching boxing. As a boxer begins to age, you, dis, you see a, basically, you see a, they begin to decline in their ability. You can, you can almost see in their mind what, that they know what they want to do. They know what they need to do, but they, they're just not able to get the punch in there as fast as they used to. They, they react slowly, even when the opportunity presents itself and they just can't get the punch in when they need to do so. Now, sometimes an older boxer will still have lots of power, and still will maybe be able to win a match here or there, maybe maybe even win a championship because they just have that knockout power. But you can even even if they do win by knockout, you can still see in the fight, man, come on, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because they can't seem to react. They, they, they have declined in their ability. They've declined. And you see this not only in boxing and other sports. You just see here's this great athlete, and they're, they're kind of a shell of themselves. Their abilities have declined, have diminished. 
And it's sad to see. Sometimes they're the last person to understand it or the last person willing to recognize it. But you can see it and everyone then talks about it. That is a that that right there is a good sign, a good reminder of something that is true of all of us. Every year we move closer, maybe to a tipping point. We may even start slowly experiencing it where there's a diminishing of ability. There's a uh, we, there's, we begin to decline in our ability mentally, physically, and there may be other areas where, where our ability to do things is diminished. And so we have to respond to the now and can't worry about what is on its way. And there's there's three Bible passages I want us to look at. I want us to look at John chapter 9, verse 4. John chapter 9, verse 4. This is Jesus speaking. John chapter 9, verse 4. John chapter 9, verse 4. I was going to read, I'm going to read, I was going to read all the context, but I'll just jump right here. Um, I'm in the wrong gospel. That probably makes a lot. I'm getting ready to read Luke chapter 9, verse 4, and that has nothing to do with what we need to talk about. Here's John chapter 9. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to look. All right, John chapter 9, and I'm just going to read, I'm just going to jump right into this kind of little story that's going on. And Jesus says this, John chapter 9, verse 4, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh. When no man can work. Jesus understood the urgency of the now because he knew that he he had a limited time. He had limited time to do his earthly ministry and then that would come to an end, right? So he had to work while it was day because the night cometh when no man can work. Well, that is true of you and that is true of me. We have to do what we can now for the kingdom of God, for strengthening the church, for discipling people, for ministering to people. We, we have the opportunity now because the time is coming when no man can work. The time is coming where there's going to be a diminishing of your ability. You're not going to have the same energy. You're not going to have the same strength. You're not going to have, have the same mental capacity. You're not going to have the same cognitive ability. And as those things begin to to diminish, you're going to find yourself while not being able to do as much as you used as you used to, and that has a profound impact on what you can do for the kingdom of God. That has a profound impact on what you can do for the church. So here's my question for you this morning. There, there's, there's two more passages we're going to read, but I'm going to really emphasize this. I may, I may, I may repeat this so many times that it drives you crazy before this is over, but I, I really want you to think about this. Right now, right now, the urgency of the now, right now, what do you have the ability to do as far as discipling other people? What do you have the ability to do right now to further the kingdom of God? What do you have the ability to do right now to help your church, to help a ministry? Sometimes as we get older, depending on your situation, you may find yourself even financially having less ability to maybe support your church or support a ministry. What can you do right now? 
Look, look at your church. Look at, look at a ministry you know. What can you do right now for that? What, what is your ability right now to, to, to look for other people, to, minute, to, to spiritually be a mentor, to help, to disciple, to teach, to, to do Bible studies, discipleship with? What, what, what can you do right now? I, I, I hear this so many times um, as, as Christians get older. Well, I used to be able to memorize scripture. I'm not so good at memorizing it anymore. Okay, well, you know what? You may not be as good today as you were yesterday at memorizing scripture, but I do know this. You're going to be far worse a month from now than you are today or six months from now. You can't worry about what you could do and you can't worry about what you're not going to be able to do you have to do what you can do right now. And it may take a little bit extra work. It may require a little bit of effort, but memorize scripture today. You'll hear, well, I used to be able to, to read or to do this. Do what you can today. You can't worry. Look, if you're already experiencing some kind of diminishing ability, it, well, it's only going to get worse. So you can't sit back and go, well, back in the day, I could do this. It doesn't matter what you could do. What can you do right now? Now, whatever your ability is today, it will diminish. It will go away. So don't wait. Don't waste any time. Do what you can right now. Participate in what you can do right now. Pick up that Bible and read right now. Memorize that scripture right now. Use the opportunities you have right now. What can you do today? That, that's the first scripture, right? That's John chapter nine, verse four. Let me read it again. Here's Jesus himself saying, I must work the works that of, of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. The night is on its way. The night is coming, right? I, it, um, there was a day <laughs> a long time ago where uh, kids would spend a lot of time playing outside, now, there's still kids who'll do that, but it, it just seems not as, well, who knows? I don't know if there's an actual scientific study to prove it, but it seems that kids play less outside than they used to. But there used to be a time that all the kids in the neighborhood would be out there playing, um, you know, running around, doing whatever, and then it would get dark. And then you would start hearing, hey, Susie, Bob, whoever, it's time to come in. It's time to come in. You know, but mom, I know, I know. Hey, it's dark. It's time to come in. Well, it, the darkness is coming and it's going to be time, well, in a sense to come in. And the things that you could have done, you won't have the ability to do. The opportunities that you had will no longer be there for you. Use the opportunity right now. How about Galatians 6.10? Galatians 6.10. Galatians 6.10. As we have therefore opportunity, as we have opportunity right now, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. You have the opportunity now to do good unto people. What can you do good for someone today? Not only for all people, but especially for those who are part of the household of faith. What can you do good for someone in the household of faith right now? What ability do you have today? Because that ability may not be there six months from now, a year from now. It may be the ability to do something financially. It may be the ability 
physically to do something to help, to, to, to look around your church and go, well, that needs to be fixed or that needs to be painted or that needs to be cleaned. What can you do today? Use the opportunity now. It's the urgency of the now. And then one more passage. There's, so let me read that one again, Galatians 6.10. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Do so now. Do so now. And then one more passage, Ephesians 5.16. Ephesians 5.16. This one has always had a profound impact on me. Ephesians 5.16. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. You've got to redeem the time now. It's the urgency of the now. I cannot stress that phrase enough. The urgency of the now. Write that down. What can you do today? Who can you pray for today? Who can you pray for today? As people get older, they're like, well, I can't stay up as late. I can't wake up as early. I can't do, th-. there's always a lot of, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, no, no one is going to question maybe your, your lack of ability because things happen that, that diminishes your ability. But what can you do? Because that, that ability will only diminish the more as you get older. What can you do now? Look, if you have the ability to wake up an hour earlier now, to spend time in prayer and studying God's word, then do so. If you have the ability to, to stay up later now, then do so and use that opportunity to pray, to study God's word. What can you do? For me, I know March the 2nd is right around the corner. I, it's going to be here and that's going to be another birthday. In some ways, a birthday is a celebration. Yeah, it is because you, you, you made it another year. You lived another year because, I mean, obviously, if you're not getting older, you're dead. So getting older is, in a sense, a great thing because you had another year of life. You had another year of opportunity. But every time that birthday comes around, every time that birthday comes around, it's a reminder. You're one year closer to your death. You're one year closer until it is night. You're one, not only, you're one year closer, not, I mean, you, you just took another step towards diminishing ability. You just took another step for cognitive, your cognitive ability, diminishing your physical ability. You're, you're, you're every, think about it, every second, every minute, every hour, every day is a step closer to that that tipping point where your abilities begins to diminish greatly. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every year, every birthday is another step closer to your death. What are you doing with the now? What are you doing with the now? What did you do Think of about it. What did you do yesterday to minister to someone? Who did you pray for? Did you memorize any scripture? Did you study God's word? Who did you do good for and to? Who, 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 what did you do to further, for, further the kingdom of God? What did you do for a ministry? What did you do for a church? What did you do yesterday? You say, well, I don't know if I did it. Well, then, okay. Well, you can't fix that. 
by all means, acknowledge what you did or did not do. But now what are you going to do right now? What are you going to do right now? Use the opportunity now to do good. Redeem the time and work while you can still work because the night is coming when no man can work. If you're not 60, well, we know now, according to the latest research, that once you get 60, your mental speed is going to slow down. It's going to be, you're going to start diminishing the speed of how you process things. That doesn't mean when you get over 60, you give up, you quit, and you sit in the corner and say, woe is me. No, you, use, you do whatever you can with the ability that you have. Whatever ability you have at any given time, you use all of it as you can for God's glory and God's purpose and God's kingdom. I don't know what is going to happen to me tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen to me after my next birthday. But I know this, I've got today. Sometimes I get very angry with myself because I don't think I do as much as I should in a day. Sometimes I get mad at myself because I don't believe I've redeemed the time over my lifetime the way I should. I know that there are some clear, clear situations where I did not redeem the time. I wasted the time for whatever reasons. But you know what? I can look back with regret or I can just focus on the urgency of the now. And hopefully that's what you'll do as a result of this little devotional message. All right, you can email me your thoughts about the urgency of the now, about this study, about the passages of scripture that we read. Email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. All right, thanks for listening. God bless.